Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. Uh, this is the first episode of 2020. Um, I took off the month of December to spend time with family, but now it's good to be back. I uh, got a couple of episodes recorded, got to sit down and talk to some cool people. But before that, we're going to take time to do a podcast to um, analyze 2019 and kick off the year of 2020 and set some goals and some habits and just kind of process everything we went through. Because we realize that it's important to process what you've been through so that you can learn where you're going. So this is the first episode of 2020 and I hope you guys enjoy. Thanks. everybody welcome back we are taking this time to reflect on 2019 mm-hmm. and uh, we are going to ask each other a couple of uh, questions kind of trying to dissect basically what happened in 2019 um, the highs the lows things we learned and then we're going to take a little bit to um, try to kind of tee off the new year with um, some goals or some habits that we want to um, try to instill in our lives or achieve because we think that's important. Um, we actually saw this idea on another podcast. It's the uh, Real Life Podcast with Jeff and Alyssa Bethke, two very wise individuals. And um, they suggested that, you know, before you can move forward in life, um, you have to be able to basically understand your past and where you've been so that um, basically you can get a better idea of where you're moving forward to. So with that being said, Laura, we're going to talk about 2019 and uh, I'm going to kick it off with just asking you a couple of questions about what you thought of 2019, but you also have this idea that you want to talk about a word mm-hmm. that you kind of had and lived by for 2019 and then a word that you um, have and want to live by for 2020. Yeah. So um, let me start it off here real quick. We're just asking you a couple of questions about 2019 and then we can get into the word. All right. Sounds good. And cool. then, so you throw the ball in my court and then I'll throw it back. Yeah. Because this is not about me. Right, right. <laughs> but so let's let's start off this way. Wait, can I tell them why I said that? <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> because this is take two, because the first podcast we tried to record, how long did it go? It went for an hour and 30 minutes, which, I mean, to me <laughs> is totally fine. But yeah. um, the structure of the conversation was a little less than oh my gosh, what it was we chaotic. had for it to be. Well, that's my fault. I just, like, was bouncing around everywhere. So we did take two, and I'm letting you just... And not that bouncing everywhere was a bad thing, but <laughs> we It was somehow... crazy. It was bothering me how unorganized it was. We somehow started talking about your soccer days in 2017, <laughs> which because isn't super I... relevant. <laughs> <laughs> because when I want to tell a story... I have to give every detail, and sometimes it starts years you, prior. You do tell stories like an old person. I have to, t- <laughs> I have to tell you the full story. Like if something happened to me yesterday, I'm like, okay, I need to tell you what happened yesterday. But first, 1994, November 20th, I was born, and this is why. <laughs> that's that's how you start most of your stories. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so we're gonna just keep a strict structure here and we're going to dive into some pretty basic questions for 2019 good way to reflect all right so let's start off like this what was just to be basic what was a major high point for you in 2019 and what was a major low point okay well that's hard because 2019 had so many high points so can i give like Give three. Give three. Okay, well, that's easy. Okay. Being in India, Mm -hmm. being in Ukraine, Mm -hmm. even though both had difficulties, it was, there's nothing like outreach, you know? Right, right. AKA mission trips. Yeah. And then obviously, the other high is just 
Christmas, all the presents I got. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome, babe. I'm just kidding. It was when we got engaged. Yeah. That was also a high for me, too, because... Um, good. I'm glad. Obviously, I'm never glad done we like that, before, that we're engaged. Yeah. I'm, it's a good thing. It is a good thing. <laughs> I'm pretty psyched about it. Um, what were three low points for you? Actually, you know what? Before you do that, discuss those high points and, like... Yeah, outreach is awesome, but I don't think a lot of people know exactly what outreach is for YWIB. So just okay. give a brief synopsis of what outreach is. Keyword, brief. Brief, yeah. <laughs> Emphasis on the brief. Oh my gosh, guys. you I really have... I love telling stories and talking, so this is so hard. Okay, I'm somebody who so has no idea with me, what though. it is. Like, you listen to so many of my stories like 20 times in a row. And then at the end, I'm like, have I told you this? And you're like, yes, five times. I'm a sweetheart like that. but Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So tell me what, what was amazing about outreach. Okay. And what you enjoyed the most about it. Okay. I'll just do what was amazing about India, which... I got to go to India through a program called Youth with a Mission, and they they offer different programs like Discipleship Training School and School of Ministry Development and then um, Bible School of the Nations. But um, India was, was it eight weeks? Yes. Yeah, you were. It was eight weeks. Yeah, it was an eight-week mission trip, which actually is considered a short-term mission trip which it does not feel like that when you're there but most short-term mission trips are like a week long for yeah. the average see that's what i thought but Christian. then now that i'm really delving into the missionary lifestyle and just mm -hmm. that calling i'm learning what really is a short-term mission trip mm -hmm. but the best thing about being in india was oh, just the culture and the people obviously and how different it is but I say to this day that it was the best outreach because it was so challenging yeah. because it, it, everything is different. Like take America, flip it upside down, shake it. Mm -hmm. And that's India. Jeez. So, and just getting to know another large portion of Jesus's precious church. Yeah. Like it's so cool to see how they express their faith in the Lord. Mm -hmm. And that was cool. So Ukraine, a high point of Ukraine um, same thing, like getting to know another part of his church um, and seeing just what the needs are for each nation. Ukraine was a more comfortable, quote-unquote, comfortable mission trip. It was a little bit more of a modern place, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was. India <laughs> is probably, there are some parts of India that are definitely considered still developing. Um, I don't think they use the term first world, second world, third world anymore. But we still understand what that means. Right. But they would say India, there are parts of it that are very much still developing. Okay. Um, but if you get to the bigger cities in India, they're more westernized. Mm. So it's a little bit more like American culture. Yeah. Um, but Ukraine is very European yeah. and very, very much like America. Yeah. Um, their main religion in Ukraine is Orthodox. Christian, I think that's what it's called. Orthodox mm. something. Mm. But it's like a very religious spirit. Yeah. Um, but there there is a church <clears throat> that is growing in Ukraine. It's beautiful. Like I got to visit the Hillsong Church mm. in the capital, Kiev. And that was incredible because I'd never been to a Hillsong Church before. But the one in Kiev is really big. Mm. Um, so, yeah. And then engagement obviously like i don't really know if i need to explain why that is amazing yeah no it's awesome but um so the high points in ukraine and india were challenging um before we get into like what you learned mm -hmm. from like ukraine india and just like your schools what were some of the low points of 2019 so not like India, Ukraine engagement, yeah. but just low points. Yeah. What were low points? Um, <clears throat> well, okay. Was that mine or yours? That was mine. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oops. Um, How dare I? So 
I mean, I'm not afraid to share this, and I I think being vulnerable and honest is beautiful. Mm-hmm. So, um, at the very beginning of 2019, <coughs> in January, I was in India, and we had off days once every week where we could use Wi-Fi. Every other day of the week, we couldn't use our phones or anything. Mm-hmm. Well, we could use them for pictures, but we didn't have Wi-Fi. So, on one of my off days in India... It was toward the last leg of the trip because I remember we were in a new city and my mom hadn't had Facebook at this point, but I think me being in India and her not being able to contact me because she has like a track phone, so she can't, she doesn't have right. a smartphone, so there's no way. So she downloaded Facebook. I'm amazed that she figured out how to do this because she's not very good at technology, but she downloaded Facebook and figured out how to call me through Messenger. Using Wi-Fi. And she kind of still does that, doesn't she? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but Bless I was shocked when I saw on my phone pop up Sue Millis, like through Messenger. And I was like, oh my gosh, my mom figured out how to reach me because I was having people, I was messaging people that lived close to her mm-hmm. and updating them so that they could update her. Mm-hmm. But she called me and I noticed that she had been drinking. Yeah. And so for those of you that don't, that don't know, my mom's been an alcoholic since I was really little. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's gone through seasons of sobriety um, that have ended or lasted months or maybe years. Um, and so me finding out that she was drinking again while I was in India was really hard because she had been sober for like a few years. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, you know, it's a cross that that she tries to carry every day yeah. and stuff. And, you know, it's, there's, it's, it's hard to just see somebody like walk through that, but, you know, at the same time, um, there's a lot of grace there and mm-hmm. we've both been able to just kind of witness her just like still reach out in her church community and everything, which is just still very admirable. But yeah, she still tries really hard. She's yeah. still, I just will never understand the battle that she faces mm-hmm. every day, but it was heartbreaking for me to find that out. So that was a low point. Mm-hmm. Did you want me to find three or just, um, I don't know if I can, um, well, the, the second one that I think of is when I had a college age pastor from New Albany. Um, his family went through a loss. They lost their eight year old daughter to cancer. Um, and then like shortly after her death, it was her ninth birthday. So she was like right on the end of mm-hmm. her eighth year. Yeah. That was when I was in Ukraine. And so that was just really hard. But the Lord was so present in that whole loss and that community and just the whole situation. And so it was really hard to not feel this like, for me, it it was definitely different for their family, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But for me, it was really hard to not feel God's peace and love mm-hmm. in that. Um, and just like, it was just like, it was beautiful and tragic. Yeah. But it was, it was only beautiful because of the ways that God was working in it. But overall, that was just really hard for like our community and... For people that didn't even know their family, that was just hard. Yeah. Um, and then I can't think of another one. Doesn't have to be three. So okay. I would say your ACL tear. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Not every year you tear your ACL. Yeah. So. Yeah, that was definitely stifled. Mm-hmm. my plans but it didn't stop anything it yeah. made me think that oh no like what's going to happen now because i tore it two weeks before leaving for ukraine yeah and but really like i would say after your surgery was really that when was you hard. became limited yeah because and that's the main thing that's the main reason i didn't want to get surgery is mm-hmm. because i knew recovery was going to be even more painful than the actual injury mm-hmm. after i tore my acl two weeks later 
I was completely fine because I was in Ukraine playing soccer and hiking and going on house visits and we were walking in the country. Which Ukraine. I wasn't super psyched about <laughs> knowing you were doing all I that. was so excited that I got to play soccer in Ukraine. That yeah. was so fun. And like all the so it's funny because in America, a lot of girls love soccer and I'd say Americans are ahead in mm -hmm. women's sports. So when you go overseas and you can play sports, all the guys are really surprised and they're just like shocked. Yeah. So it felt like really good to just be like playing football and like megging all these guys and like scoring and they're like, who is this American girl? <laughs> For those of you that don't know what megging is, which is something I just learned, uh, courtesy of Laura, it's when you kick the ball between somebody else's legs. On it's basically purpose. like breaking their ankles in basketball. It's just like the best move you could do in soccer because it's yeah. the most fun. And it's humiliating to the person yeah. that you do it to. But even so, like it's if, cool. if you get megged, you just, you respect it almost yeah. because it's such a funny thing and it's so good. Like You're when like, people ah, sneak that past just you, got megged, but... it's just like, dang, I just respect yeah. that person so much that they mm. just got me. <laughs> That's funny. So for 2019, the highs and the lows, um, what do you think you learned out of those experiences and um, where do you think you learned it the most? Because it, just from my perspective, when I think about some of the low points for me in 2019, I think that's where I gathered the most wisdom and information. I think that's where God taught me the most. Through your highs and lows? Through my, like, I learned stuff in my highs, but in my lows. Oh, yeah. I really had to buckle down and learn some stuff. What, well, do, you, what do you think you learned over 2019? I'd say, honestly, nothing to do with my highs and lows mm -hmm. is what I learned. Because, well... There's so much more that's happened. So much happens in a year. And so there's so much more that happened that I didn't mention. But like dating you yeah, and going through two outreaches showed me my number one thing that I really am focusing on for 2020, which I won't say yet, mm -hmm. is my need to control things because that's where I find security. Mm. So in India, which was the very beginning of 2019, I learned for the first time that I do have a control issue. I never thought I did. I was always like, huh, people and their control issues. I'm so go with the flow. And then when I was with my YWAM community, they held me accountable and they were showing me angles of myself that I've never seen before. And also just like mission trips in general show you stuff because you're so uncomfortable and you're like you have a lack of things to run to like you don't have the the same comforts that america offers so there's just so much more that you see because you have a lack of things to run to so i noticed okay i am trying to control so bless you i'm trying to control so much more than i actually can or yeah. am able to and i'm not letting the lord lead me because I'm trying to get everything right and trying to get everything perfect. And then, so in our relationship, Drew, like, I really learned that. How it's it's probably rooted in fear, like, of wanting security for the future and wanting acceptance and wanting happiness and joy. That I'm trying to get everything right now mm -hmm. so that later, like, I won't have anything to worry about. But if I'm always doing that... I'm on this never-ending cycle of trying to get everything right. Yeah. So, honestly, the biggest thing that I learned was how much I truly cannot control and don't need to control. And it's not like God is hovering over me like, you just need to stop. Like, you can't, you can't control this. He's like, Laura, <coughs> there is more freedom for you. And... You can continue living like this the rest of your life, or you can accept my sovereignty and my grace and my power in your life and watch how I carry your burdens, and yeah. you don't have to have everything right. And I'm still learning that, and so that goes into my word for 2020. Nice. Well, cool. cool. Well, can I ask you now? Yeah, go for it. Is it your turn? Okay. Yeah. So three highs and lows. 
however many. Three highs. Of um, 2019. You saying yes to dating me. That was <laughs> That was fun. I enjoyed that. I almost didn't. You almost didn't. <laughs> well, it's not like I almost didn't, but... I think me I had buying you the bouquet there of flowers really kind of <laughs> put you in the spot there. Because, man, you'd be a jerk if you didn't. <laughs> I really would. Just, uh, those are pretty, but... Uh. Oh, I'm not really feeling it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you saying yes to marrying me, that was another one. And then... Uh, that escalated quickly. Yeah. And then <laughs> to really top off the number one was the goats being born. Funny. <laughs> I'm, just I'm just kidding. That probably goes back to number one. But that was, you know what? Actually, oh, man. Please don't make it about me because I'm going to feel no, bad. No, it's because not. No, it's like literally. Only like, one of mine was you. No, like, well, I mean, it's different for a guy because. I guess it's like, I mean, I'm the one initiating, you That's know? true. So you're more at risk. Me. Yeah. I'm more at risk and there's, I'm putting more of myself out there and so on and so forth. But, um, I kind of have to jumble up like the goats with really, honestly, like I have to jumble up the goats with like the podcast as well. Like for like some actually reason, the goats. Yeah. I love those kids. Seriously. <laughs> I'm not, I was not expecting that. Um, it's so weird because I want to talk about, like, I want to say, like, Captiva with my family yeah, was awesome. That's, like, something that would um, make sense to me. Having Tony and uh, Kim yes. Cash on the podcast, having Mike and Gay Cox, and, like, just, like, a lot of other guests that I had on. Like, the podcast really kind of um, stepped into a flow this year. Yeah, I took yeah. the last month off just to be with family and to kind yeah. of recalibrate, but, like, it was still really good. It really did. It it grew a lot this and, year. And there's a, like, it's a, a studio. Yeah. I have a studio now. That's, and a partner. Yeah, and a partner in it. That's awesome. <laughs> Why did I say it like that? I don't know, but <laughs> <laughs> it's totally okay. <laughs> I think every time I say it, I just like saying partner. <laughs> well, um, three lows of 2019. Um. I do have to. I do have to say one of the lows was also your lows with um, the college age pastor and his wife in New Albany with their child dying. That you were in the Ukraine <clears throat> during that, and I attended that funeral, like on your behalf mm-hmm. and everything. Just gave them my condolences, and it was a. It was a story that. Well, it was a situation that I was aware of, but I wasn't personally invested in because I didn't know them. Right, like I, yeah. But still going there, I, I just lost it because it's. I mean, it's not, it's not natural. Mm-mm. But, um, yeah, um, you know, there wasn't really too many low points for me besides that. But, Dad. oh wow, yeah, well. <laughs> I mean, I, why did I totally forget that? Well, I forgot my ACL, so. Well, I, I do want to say my dad, but it's like also, like it, so my dad had open heart, emergency open heart surgery this year, and he's he's 45, and um, I mean, it was really, you know, it was really dangerous, it was really scary and unexpected, but, you know, he's home and he's fully recovered, so it, it wasn't like so much as a low point as it was like kind of a scary point Mm. in a close call. Yeah. But I mean, he's better and he's alive and he's with us and that I consider that a win, you know, but, um, yeah, I mean, that was scary. And, um, that was a little, that was a little nerve wracking for the whole family. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I have any other low points. Yeah, 2019 was fun. Um, what, what did I, you learn? What I learned from also, this do year... Also, do we have time for 2020? Yeah, we got time. Okay. We got time. Um, what I learned from 2020 
was... You mean 2019? Or, yeah, golly, <laughs> yeah. I'm all over the place. What I learned from 2019 was um, just kind of like where you were too. I was, I mean, I knew not to be controlling of things, but there was still more and more things that were introduced to me that I realized that were out of my control. And I think I have to give you a lot of credit for your perspective on my life of stepping into more faith by stepping more outside of my comfort zone. And that involved me walking away from a couple of comfortable situations. Oh, yeah. And some, in the world's eyes, like healthy opportunities. But it was... Like what? Well, I had a a job where I had benefits. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I'm 25 right now. And I have to get my own health insurance when I'm 26 legally you I have will be to do 26 that. this year mm-hmm. i should have accomplished more by now shut up i hate <laughs> when you say that <laughs> i'm totally playing but yeah i i walked away from that because you know when you realize who you are and what you feel called to do you then have to start asking yourself questions of how far are you willing to go to see that through. And yeah, for right now, the vision is this podcast and, and bringing awareness to situations and ministries <clears throat> and just basically just trying to help people. Yeah. But that vision can take form in other ways in the future. But I think early on... In 2019, I had to, I had to ask myself what I'm willing to do, even when nobody sees the same vision as me. Yeah. And. You really did amazing with that. Thank you. But stepping into that was scary, but I learned that I wasn't stepping into something that I was going to be able to control. Mm-hmm. It yeah. was stepping into faith, yeah, and not stepping into something of my own. Mm-hmm. And so far, I've experienced amazing fulfillment, yeah, and encouragement from the rest of the family and from you. And you've been an encouragement to other people that you've had on the show. But yeah. like, I'm so proud of you for sticking with this because there was even times I was like, I do not see the end goal or the finish line for this at all. Yeah. And the Lord was really challenging me to just wait and let you and him work this out mm-hmm. and just support you in any way that I could, even if I didn't necessarily know why yeah. at times, but that was a huge growth opportunity for you to just say to people, you know what? Like I value your input and your opinion, but yeah. I'm still going to walk forward in this by faith because I believe this is what God is really doing in my life. I'm so, I listen to people so much more than you do. Mm-hmm. And so that was inspiring for me and just a very beautiful example of what that looks like to say thanks, but no thanks mm-hmm. to people and keep going. Yeah. So it's, and the podcast is still growing. Yeah. And but I'm so proud of you for how you've walked through all of this because essentially you've grown my faith mm-hmm. in something like this because I'm I would never do something like this. Yeah. But you have a lot of freedom in how you make decisions and like how you carry it out, carry it out. Yeah. So, thank you. Mhm. Well, yeah. So, 2019 was felt like a roller coaster. It really did. Um, but with that being said, more change is coming mm-hmm. in the season to that is approaching. In the in, season uh, that is 2020. In the season in that galaxy is 2020. Far, far away. <laughs> That's, no. <laughs> You're right. I'm going to leave now. Okay. See it. Bye, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get into 2020 then. Um, let's talk about we going to get married. That is one thing. That, <laughs> that was so funny. 
I know. I feel like it probably bursted some people's. What are Ble- they called? AirPods. What do the kids call them these days? AirPods. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> wow, oh, I think man. that coffee is really getting to me. Yeah, you have you eaten anything this morning? I had that scone. Great. <laughs> <laughs> so, sugar and, and more sugar. Carbs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into 2020. Let's talk about goals and Ew. let's talk Ugh. about I don't like goals. habits. You don't like goals. You don't. You don't want to set up any goals? I like the habits. Okay. Yeah. So let's do this. Let's, for what you wanted to do, let's talk about our word for 2020. I'm so excited. Do you have yours yet? Yes. Yes! Yes. Do I have an idea of what it is? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. So it did turn out to be that. Yeah. All right. So. I want to tell my word. Tell your word, but before that, explain to the audience what your word. Explain to the what? You heard heard me. (laughs) You heard me. Explain to the audience. I just did you so bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> Golly. Oh, man. You have permission to get me back. Sure. <laughs> um, explain to the audience what a word is and how you come up with it. Okay. So a word is something you find in a dictionary. <laughs> okay. Wow. The- <laughs> I'm going to put you in timeout. Like- <laughs> this coffee is really taking its toll. Holy All right, cow. Seriously, I'm like though. watching your brain melt I know. in real time on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so a word is something that I've done for about four or five years now. And it's just a really amazing tool that you can use with the Lord that keeps you close to him throughout the year. Um, and it, it kind of serves as an anchor. Um, that guides your faith and it's cool because when you pray and you ask the Lord for a word for your specific year. So in this case, 2020, um, he is faithful to give you one because he desires your heart and he wants you to be close to him. And his goal for the year 2020 is that you would reach a deeper intimacy and knowledge of his love. I believe that's across the board for every single person is that his like new year's resolution is that you would know the width and the height and the breadth and the length and the depth of his love for you. Um, that's just the most important thing. So anyways, going along with that, when you do seek him, when you ask, seek and knock for a word, He's going to give you one that will bring you closer to him. And so, um, like in years past, my, my word has been like confident or accept, and it always has something to do with what's going to keep me grounded in him throughout the year, because he knows what you'll face during a year. So it's really amazing when trials start coming or even celebrations, um, you see like, oh my gosh, and you feel seen because the Lord knew that that was coming and he, he wanted to share that experience with you, whether it be a low point or a high point. And sometimes that word, as simple as it may be, gives us that awareness that he is near to us. And Mm -hmm. so like this past year, 2019, my word was starlight, which is so weird, but One of the main things that the Lord used with that is I looked up all these verses at the beginning of 2019 that had something to do with stars. And the verse that that spoke to me the most was in Philippians 2, verse 14. It says, do everything without grumbling or arguing so that you may become blameless and pure children of God without fault in a warped and crooked generation. Then you will shine among them like stars in the sky as you hold firmly to the word of life. And then he goes on to say more. Um, But that was really cool for me to see because I really, I wasn't sure at the beginning of 2019 if we would be dating. Mm -hmm. But turns out we started dating in April. And on top of that, I didn't realize how much I would be like argumentative. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, like I haven't relationships bring a lot out of people so yeah yeah like that verse was like the lord 
like pre-warning me, hey, you might be tempted to argue this year. So I challenge you not to do that so you can shine like stars. And we had a lot of like watching the stars moments and we saw a lot of cool stuff. So yeah, we did. We did. Am I running out of time? No. Okay. I was getting scared. I was like, no. No, so no, you're good. So word for 20, does that make sense? What yeah. a word is? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. So what's your word for 2020 and how to, how did the Lord bring that to you? So, um, my word for 2020 is actually like a phrase and it's be still and know that I'm God from Psalm 4610. Mm. So really the whole Psalm, I really, really love. And I've always loved that one. Mm -hmm. But specifically, be still and know that I'm God. Because like I mentioned earlier, the Lord has revealed to me my control issues and how he wants me to step more into freedom with him and trusting him with his sovereignty and what he can take care of. So this year I'm focusing on being still and trusting that he's God. So if he's the God that can split the Red Sea, he's the God that can take care of me. Haha, uh -huh, that rhymed. But, you know, <laughs> Sweet. that's pretty much it. And how it came to me was I literally, there have been times the Lord has, like, I've almost audibly heard him speak a word. Um, and then there's been times like this Bible verse keeps popping up or it's just more like spiritually confirmed or whatever. But this time it was a mixture of like my own wisdom into my own life, like, okay, wow, I really need to work on this. Then also, um, just this verse honestly was popping up a lot. <coughs> and every time I saw it, I just felt deep in my heart. Like I just really resonate with my need to be still. So I just chose it. Nice. Yes. Cool. So Drew, what's your word for 2020? Uh, my word for 2020 is hold fast and that's two words. You had a whole verse, <laughs> so you better chill. <laughs> um, prayed about it and, uh, you know, I believe that with the oncoming season of this year, it's a, it's a change in a decade and, uh, it's a change in the world. Um, yeah. you can already see how the culture of the world and our country is just shifting. Yeah. Um, everything seems to be spinning almost and, uh, not just within the world and the country, but within my own world. Yeah. I am about to take on another life like in mm. my own, you know? Yeah. And, uh, I think now more than ever, um, with, transitioning into that and uh just growing older and obtaining more responsibility i have to hold fast to what i believe in yeah. and i have to hold fast in the identity that i have in god and um i just think that's important for for most men who are kind of stepping into uh that act of their life where now it's still in God's hands, but it's on your shoulders still. Um, that's something that I'm going to be mindful of as the year goes on, where I'll be keeping more of a watchful eye on responsibilities um, in the future and yeah. just things that I'm going to have to um, form habits of just getting a hold of and being more mindful of. And uh, I'm excited for it, though. So that's what I'm ready verses, to go like, for. There are so many verses that have hold fast <laughs> in it. Mm -hmm. Want me to share a couple? Uh, share a couple, and then we'll get into um, a couple habits that we want to try to instill in our lives this year. And then we'll wrap it up. Okay, because I kind of have to... I feel that. Go ahead and go. In the bathroom. <laughs> yep. This coffee is really just ruining me <laughs> right now. <laughs> So Joshua 23, 8 from the New International Version. But you were to hold fast to the Lord your God as you have until now. And then Deuteronomy 10, 20. Fear the Lord your God and serve him. Hold fast to him and take your oaths in his name. Deuteronomy 13, 4. It is the Lord your God you must follow and him you must revere. 
Keep his commands and obey him. Serve him and hold fast to him. And there's like so many more. So good word, babe. Thank you. Yeah. Cool. So habits for 2020. Let's name three. Just you go three. first because okay. I don't know. Um, when I think of a habit, um, I think about how this pertains to my mind, my body, and my soul, right? Um, what I really, really want to try to do this year is um, I really want to form a solid morning routine and a solid evening routine. Because I believe that if you can master your morning routine and you can master your evening routine, everything during the day in between that is a little bit more um, controlled, a little bit, without the sense of trying to control everything. You're just, you prop yourself up for success. So in the morning... Um, I've already been doing a devotional where I'm going to read the entire Bible this year. Um, I've already read it before, but to kind of just always be on that pace of reading a little bit of the Bible every day to where you finish it by the end of the year. I think it's really healthy for you. It only takes about 10 minutes. And then for the rest of the morning, uh, meditate on the word and then, you know, prepare myself for the day, whether that's through hygiene or whatever. And uh, simply just forming that habit of um, making that morning routine real solid. Evening routine, I want to um, establish winding down. I want to uh, basically cut myself off from electronics an hour before I go to sleep. And uh, (laughs) I got to say this real quick. Babe. Go use the restroom. Thank you. Oh, my god. And I'm going to keep talking until you get back, and then we'll give your habits. Bless your heart. Oh, she's something else, you guys. I love her. Um, but for evening routine, I want to take time to have that, that hour before I go to sleep to disconnect from electronics, um, to... Obviously, do what I need to do before I get in bed, whether that's, you know, take a shower, brush teeth or whatever. But then I also want to set myself up for going to sleep quickly and in a, in a, in a healthy way. Like I don't want to get in bed and then I pull out like my phone and I, I get on like Instagram or something until I'm like really, really tired. I want to do something to where, um, Maybe I read a couple pages out of a book. Um, Maybe I drink some tea that um, helps me go to sleep really quickly. Um, I've actually been online looking at several recipes that um, if you drink, uh, if you drink, I think it's non-caffeinated green herbal tea. And then you have a couple of other ingredients in there like honey, apple cider vinegar, and then some CBD oil um, that, that, cocktail right there will knock you out in seconds and um along with that having control of my morning and my evening routine um fitness wise i want to commit to running a mile every single day or achieving running 365 miles this year um that's just a fun thing for me i think it's i think it'll be healthy for me it'll be good for my fitness (laughs) and uh basically i just think it's a fun fitness goal for me to achieve so with that being said, <laughs> those are going to be my three habits this year. Wow, that was I love them. They're I really know. good. You were there for every second I of was, it. That was awesome. Babe. I heard Thank it all. You. Um, all right. So briefly, mm-hmm. what are three habits that you want to try to instill in your life this year? <clears throat> How much your, time do I have? Um, you're good. Just go. Okay. Um, what are the habits? Yeah, three habits you want to try to instill. I'll just briefly say, um, (laughs) well, I was thinking this morning that I really do need to work on diligence. So I have a perfect opportunity because I'm starting Bible School of the Nations, which is the the final program that YWAM Louisville offers. Yeah. So that's actually like 
more intense program. It's four months in the classroom studying the Bible chronologically from Genesis to Revelation. Mm -hmm. And it's not every single book, but almost. And so it's going to be a lot of studying, a lot of Bible memorization, a lot of speaking. Um, And so I have a very amazing opportunity ahead of me to just practice diligence. Mm -hmm. And in my definition, um, that's just being faithful to complete assignments and turn them in on time Yeah, and to the best of my ability and not just like, oh, I just need to turn it in. I'm going to wing it, you know? Right. So, yeah, just like taking the time it takes so it takes less time. Awesome. Wink, wink. And then, um, well, so physically, I mean, I love doing YWAM because they offer so much structure and routine Mm -hmm. and it's easier to stay hydrated and like actually drink water because I found that when I left I just everything just like flew into the air like somehow you managed to not drink water almost (laughs) the entire time (laughs) yeah I definitely didn't drink as much water because when you think about it if you're sitting in a classroom it's just easy because Mm -hmm. you're just sitting at your desk and your water bottle's right there so so just drink more water. Yeah, just drink more water. Cool. Um, and then I still need to do physical therapy. So mm. um, I'm not 100% recovered yet with my ACL, but I'm about 80%. Mm-hmm. I can start running again, so that's good. But um, Can you do any agility? Yes. Sweet. Well. You think you'll try to play soccer again soon? I can't do that yet. Okay. Um, you think you'll be able to by this year? Yeah. Sweet. But. I love watching you play soccer, babe. Ah, thanks. I love playing it. Yeah. I want to play volleyball at Baxter Jacks. Ooh. I want to play so bad. I feel that. I Yeah. Okay. So anyways, third, I don't know. So okay. diligence and just taking care of my body. Mm-hmm. And I'm not doing diets or like hitting the gym at least three times a week because no. <laughs> I'm trying the carnivore diet this month. We'll see how that goes. <clears throat> Yeah. I'm already in like a weird place. <laughs> I think what's more powerful is to carry a mindset like a a strong steady mindset that's not just going to like leave mm-hmm. that you want to feed your body well. Right. And that's more powerful to me and more long lasting yeah. than like I'm going to start a diet. Yeah. Cuz I think it's it's just it makes sense like if you start at the root then Yeah. that seems more transformative yeah i feel that well cool i think we'll wrap it up here and uh just before we wrap it up though i want to make a couple of announcements real quick so along with kicking off this year for 2020 um life on a mission podcast is awesome and uh it's been really fruitful um i've been so privileged to meet and sit down and talk with people who are trying to make the world a better place Um, At the same time, uh, a part of me felt like with this platform, Life on a Mission, that I was leaving a lot of subjects on the table as far as talking about um, how we can live at home in our own communities uh, to, to benefit the world around us by simply like with what we're already doing. You're a dentist, you're a fireman, you deliver pizzas i want to add on to the platform of life on a mission um with talking about basically living well where you are no matter what situation you're in and uh i'm going to talk about that in all of its various forms and i want to do that through the lens of the gospel and constantly talk about what the bible says um about living this certain way, whether it's, you know, through your physical health, whether it's through your finances, whether it's through, um, your mental capacity, um, whatever it looks like, basically just your environment around you, um, and how we can optimize our lives through community transformation, human optimization, or spiritual regeneration. I know that was a lot of big (laughs) words, but I want to announce that a drum roll, (laughs) a subset of the show 
that I'm going to start this year is called Momentum. Dun, dun, dun. You gotta so, insert like a sound effect right here. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> well, then I just sound stupid. <laughs> so. So what's Momentum, Drew? Tell me. Well, so Momentum is going to be <clears throat> basically where um, we don't talk about specifically a ministry or a missionary. So we don't talk about Jesus. We do talk about Jesus. But oh, we talk we do? about living life like Jesus in the lives that we have right now. That aren't so ministry. That That isn't a ministry. Oh. Right. So with that being said, um, more information to come in the future. <laughs> yes. It is? I want to learn more. Yeah. How... Can you live life and be a Christian and not do ministry? So that right there is not what I meant, but you'll know, you'll find out, you'll see. I thought so. that, see, I was trying to help the audience by like, oh, how can I be a Christian and not do ministry? So basically it's how you live in your community, but we'll talk about that more in the future. So all I'm saying right now. Like, I know you're not talking about how can you be a Christian and do this? Like, I know it's not that, but yeah. it's scandalous. It's like, oh, you're going to be interviewing people that aren't doing ministry, but right. some of them might be believers. Right. So here is, here's an example, right? Um, for those of you that know about the sport of CrossFit, it is the sport of fitness. And uh, basically, whoever wins the CrossFit Games... Uh, receives the title of fittest man or woman in the world, right? And as of 2014, the fittest man in history to date is a man named Rich Froning. Rich Froning is a very strong and devout Christian. He doesn't run a ministry. He doesn't do missions, but he is a Christian man and he runs his business and his life through the ethics of Christianity. And he tries to spread the gospel through his gifts and talents as much as possible. So he does have a mission, mm -hmm. but his mission isn't a ministry. That's really cool. But another thing that he brings to the table is <clears throat> uh, an expertise on fitness and how to live a healthy lifestyle. So it'll be people like that that will be on the show. And that will be momentum. So along with that, uh, just get ready for that. Um, you'll see it coming. And uh, I hope that it will bring a lot more information to you guys on basically living where you are. So with that being said, we're going to wrap this up. Can't wait to kick off 2020 with everybody. I'm so thankful for everybody that's been listening, um, for everybody that's been supporting. Um, yeah. Yeah, thanks guys. Have thanks a for listening. Week, Have we'll a happy later. 2020. Bye-bye.